0: Well, hello, hello, and welcome to FECA with Arctic Eric. Thank you for joining me here today at the kitchen table. I'm looking forward to this time together with you. But first, this. Who's afraid of the big bad wolf? Big bad wolf big bad wolf? Who's afraid of the big bad wolf? La, la 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 Well, 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 depending upon your age and where you grew up, you may or may not have heard grown up with the story of the three little pigs. But I did. I'm from that generation, and one of the things uh, one of the themes in this is of course the very very big bad wolf and uh, it says here in the original lyrics that for that big bad wolf they didn't give three figs they didn't care whatsoever and it talks about three pigs who built their homes in different ways there's one that built their home with hay there's one that built his home with twigs and there was one who built his home with bricks. And for those of you who know the story know that the great big bad wolf did come and he went to the home of the pig with the house built of hay and the one with twigs and he was able to blow them down. I mean, they didn't stand a chance. It wasn't a good foundation whatsoever. But they did go to the home of pig number three And uh, when he knocked at their door, he simply locked it, and they were all safe inside because the house was made of brick. Well, the old wolf, he he tried to get around it, and he came in down the chimney only to find a fire, and he was completely consumed. And, of course, who is afraid of the big bad wolf? Well, let's talk about this from uh, some words out of Scripture just for fun because Jesus himself talks about homes that are built Homes that are founded upon the rock, and we know that he's the rock. And then there are those who, in this translation says, act like a foolish and stupid man who built his house on sand. And so what happened when the rain came and the floods and the torrents and the winds blew and they slammed against the house? It fell. It fell completely, and great was its fall. But we also know there are those who have built their house upon the rock, The rock is Christ Jesus, and when the rain falls and the floods and torrents come, and when the wind blows and slams against that house, it does not fall because it was built upon the rock. You know, the wolf is out there. We talked about him in part one about who's afraid of the big bad wolf, and one of the reasons that the enemy, the wolf, is able to get in is because our home, our life, our foundation is not fixed only upon Christ. But we have Christ. Thank you. We believe in God. Christ is in us. The hope of the world is in us. But we've not built upon it, as we see here in Scripture, with with all the good things such as uh, gold, silver, and precious stones, Paul writes about, but rather wood, hay, and straw. And what happens? Well, when the tests come, when the tests come, when the fire comes— well, it's going to be burned up. The hay, the wood, and the stubble, they're going to burn up. Well, what might those represent? Well, for this illustration, it represents trusting in things that are not founded upon the rock. Christ alone, his spirit alone, the word of alone, grace alone through faith alone not upon feelings and not upon experiences and not upon uh, knowledge alone, except for knowledge of the Holy One, not based upon intellect and human reasoning. All those things are real and, and they have their place to feel and to know and to think. That's great but it is not upon which we build our house. Our house is built, first of all, by him. We're his temple. We're his structure. We're his home. We're his dwelling. And he's building us and keeping us fast and firm and attached to himself. He is the rock. So when the winds come and the storms come, and we read also about the winds of doctrine that come, the different philosophies and thinkings that come, they can't stir us, they can't sway us if, in fact, we've decided to allow that amazing grace of God to hold us to the rock, in the word. Christ is the word. The word that came and was manifested is Christ, and he has given us the word which we call the Bible, the scriptures in which we can find him and know the depths and the riches of him and understand what he has done and what he wants to do and what he desires for you this very day. It is by his Spirit that The Spirit of Christ in you, that marvelous person of the Holy Spirit who takes the Word of God and shapes us and transforms our very nature, our personality, our character, begins to put his fruit in us so that we're not dependent upon our experiences or our intellectual understanding or our emotions and our feelings and our experiences, but that our life in Christ, hidden in Christ, is based upon that which the Word of God itself reveals to us what do I mean? I mean, what are we looking for when we go to the Word? If you're someone who does go to the Word, and I hope you do, what are you looking for? Are you looking for a to-do list, or are you looking at the cross and, and Christ's last words on that cross when he says, it's finished. Keep your eye upon me. I have completed that which is necessary, and I who dwell in you by my Spirit, says the Lord, I will work in you. I will complete those things In you unto the day of Jesus Christ. He desires to do His good work, His good will, and His good purposes in and through your life. He wants to do it. So it's not a book showing you what you must do, it's a book by which the Holy Spirit will show you what Christ has done and what He desires to do in the process of this continual transforming of your mind. And as the Word of God transforms your mind, we come up to a new challenge. Are we then going to try to do it, or are we, through the renewed mind, going to understand what God wants to do so that we can yield and submit and to capitulate to Him through the Word of God and by faith say, Okay, God, this is your Word. Do it manifest yourself to me make these changes holy spirit i see that as i'm reading scripture there are things that god wants to do and needs to do in my life and i'm saying holy spirit do these things spirit of jesus christ spirit of grace work the work of the king in me let his kingdom come in me in this earthen vessel that i am let me enter into rest from my works that I might enter in to the one who wants to complete his works in my life, the works that he began by grace, he desires to complete by grace, so that my house is not built upon anything other than Christ, the rock, the foundation, an ever-expanding foundation, an ever-deepening realization that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and has done everything that is necessary in my life and in your life. But if we don't If we don't expose ourselves to the Word of God, we're not going to know what he wants to do. And then when we do know what the Word of God says, the temptation is to try to do the impossible. But God is the one to whom nothing is impossible. God is the one who wants to work in you his good will, his good plan, and his purposes so that you're able to rest upon the rock because the storms will come and the winds will blow. But just like the piggy-wiggy, we can keep the door closed, giving no place to the enemy, and Christ, who is the ark, who is in us and we're in him, we will float with him to the destination that he, by the winds of the Spirit, wants to take us. The testing and the trying of our faith is precious. Let the tests come that we might see that Jesus Christ is faithful. Gosh, it's good to have you here at the kitchen table today. I appreciate you taking this time with me. God bless you. God keep you today. Good day.